Check out EssentialHouseRadioShow.com for all the latest information on the show. Marshall Jefferson is involved with a brand new album on Tracks Recordings. It's called The Tracks Box and it's available on Harmless right now. It's an absolutely brilliant, beautiful looking box set. There's 16 CDs featuring 222 tracks. 222 tracks. It's the first 75 tracks, 12 releases, both the A-side and B-sides, and they've been absolutely brilliantly remastered. There's also a massive booklet in there, 100-page booklet, but we recently caught up with Marshall Jefferson. Essential House. How did the brand new album with tracks come about? Well, uh, tracks decided to, to do this box set. They, well, you know, they it's everything that ever came out, <laughs> finally. But the, I think the real inspiration was, it was, you know, the original records were pretty bad quality, man. I, I, all, all, the vinyl was a virgin, you know, they would take old records and break them up with a, a hammer and stuff and, and just meld them down and make new <laughs> records. And and like sometimes, I mean, you could buy, you could still buy copy, copies of old secondhand tracks records now where the, you know, where the vinyl, where, where pieces of paper are sticking out of the vinyl and stuff. So basically this, this, the, the ambition of this project is to just get the stuff out there nice and clean and you know the, the way it was intended on nice clean vinyl and stuff so, and and that 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 was basically it and so were you involved with remastering some of the tracks then oh no I didn't remaster anything you know <laughs> I was there I was there for the original master and stuff and and they the remaster was actually an extremely good job because they didn't have the original master. A lot of that stuff was remastered from record, so that that's that's even more amazing. So I mean, there's obviously it's the whole back catalog on tracks there. Um, Everything. Every every single record. There's, I mean, there's quite a few on the album. There's quite a few. There's quite a few CDs, sixteen discs as well. Yeah. Were you involved with actually deciding what tracks went on which disc, or were you involved with like, the production? No, side? I wasn't involved with none of that. I, the only involvement I had <clears throat> in the making of that CD, that that box set, was I made some of the songs on it, right. <laughs> and I A and R, I A and R, a lot of the songs on it, and that's it. They they called me up when they finished everything, and they said, "Marshall, help us out." promote and that's what I'm doing oh, <laughs> and so I mean obviously back in the day you had quite a few releases out on tracks as well I mean what was the label like back when it originally came out was it was it at the forefront of the music well <laughs> it kind of came out it, it kind of came along by accident see uh, Larry Sherman owned a record pressing plant he wasn't doing much business you know, and and uh, Jesse Saunders and Vince Lawrence came by, and uh, Vince had talked Jesse into making a record. You know, and they could get more girls and all that kind of stuff, right? So they, you know, they they pressed up a, a song and took it to Larry Sherman, told him to press it up. Larry Sherman pressed up a thousand copies. So they they took the records and they the first store they went to was uh, Imports, etc. So Imports, etc. said. Oh well, we'll take a we'll take three thousand copies. Three thousand copies. Yeah, we'll pay you up front for them, right? So, so uh, they sold them the the thousand records. Up, oh, 
got paid up front, went back to Larry Sherman like uh, 15 to 30 minutes later, said, hey, we need more records. <laughs> and that's how house music started. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, this, um, this obviously, this, there's literally hundreds of tracks on the album. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question which I know I won't, you won't be able to give us a straight answer for. But which tracks stand out for you the most, of course, apart from your material? <laughs> oh, the, okay. The, uh, from my material, I would say Larry Heard, uh, Mr. Finger stuff. The Can You Feel It? Uh, and classic. And uh, the Master C and J stuff is, is also classic. I like the moody stuff. And of course, well... A lot of people will say Jamie Principal, but uh, I, you know, Jamie was he was God to us in Chicago, so that stuff was always good. So it's it's a few things, you know, but mo mostly I would say the Mister Fingers. Can you feel it? That that whole EP is on there. I mean, when you're out and about, are you going to be taking like this on tour? Are you going to be taking out taking tracks on tour and doing gigs? And do you often feature some of the old tracks material in your gigs at the moment? Oh well, shoot! I've been doing that for 20 years, man. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't play. It depends on if the crowd is receptive to it. If they're not receptive to it, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a couple of things out there. But if they're not receptive to it, I'll stick with the new stuff. But if they if they start screaming and crying and raising their hands in, in the air, then I'll I'll take them to school. Oh, excellent. I mean, one of the massive tracks that all the listeners are going to know is Move Your Body. How long did it take to actually put that track together? Move Your Body? Oh including the drive home from work to I would say about eight hours wow that's very quick isn't it <laughs> recording mixing uh, gathering the friends the fellas together to sing backgrounds and Curtis to sing lead uh, yeah travel time and then uh, mix, mixing took about 20-25 uh, minutes wow that's, yeah. that's very very quick so when you put it together did you still think it would stand the test of time and in years and years and years to come it would still be getting played out worldwide every weekend well I was kind of a stupid kid man I, I thought we'd have a house music hall of fame and I'd be the first inductee and that would be the greatest song ever made and stuff and <laughs> I mean that's the way I was <laughs> that's the way I was thinking then you know I, I was oh man this is the greatest thing since sliced bread and, you know and like all my friends was there oh man don't let anybody hear this oh it's bad man you know you know we, we gotta finish it up and I thought oh what are you talking about this is great <laughs> so you know I mean there's been quite a few remixes of the track over the years as well which one for you is your favourite My favorite, oh, oh. Well, see, this this is the thing about remixes. I never liked remix. I, I never, I never liked anybody remixes my track because there, I want the original idea to get out. Right. You know, I mean, it, you know, remixes is for making money, and I, you know, I want when I make a record, I want people to feel my vibe you know what I mean yeah. and, and if somebody remixes and, and changes all the music it may sell more copies but it's not my vibe right. you know what I mean yeah. so, and and that's uh, 
<laughs> that's how I feel about remix. So I don't really have a favorite remix uh, of any of my songs. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, I, I want to, you know, I, I want to chuck them all. You know, <laughs> I want the original version out right. without compromise. Excellent. And, uh, yeah. I mean, what releases have you got coming, and what forthcoming releases have you got coming yourself? Oh, I got a bunch. I, I did some stuff with Dave Lee. Uh, that's coming out on his label. Uh, I did some. I did a song with K Class. Uh, I'm doing. I'm working on something with DJ Pierre now. Uh, I, I did a song with Donna Hidalgo. Now that that song was uh, 27 years in the making because it's been playing in the Chicago clubs, and uh, you know, it, I, I'm just now getting around to putting it out. So that's gonna be interesting. You know, everybody still screams when they hear it in Chicago but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it you know how it works out here well, there's quite a bit of difference between that and the eight hours it took for move your body then <laughs> well, well no that song that song took me like about uh, uh, about an hour to put together right yeah it took, it took about an hour to put together and stuff and that's uh, and 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 that's that's including jamming time, but it it was just an idea, and I gave it uh, I gave it to Ron Hardy on tape, and he he would and he played it, and it got a, a you know it it, it got a, a nice buzz on it, and twenty seven year buzz, but a nice buzz. <laughs> it's a, it doesn't seem as though it takes you that long to put tracks together when you speak to other DJs, producers, and stuff. It seems like some of them are in the studio for like three, four, five days at a time putting tracks together. It seems like you've got well, a very I've, quick workflow. Well, no, I've done that before uh, where, uh, you know, where I, I took a long time to do things and stuff. But like, uh, you know, it, it really depends on how on, on your workflow and, and the people you're working with and uh, you know, the whether you, you're gonna lock into the groove or whether you're gonna get technical. If you want to get technical, then it's gonna take a lot longer. But if you just want to jam, then it, you know, that's instant. So I mean, what type of stuff are you using in the studio now? Then are you all? Are you still using a lot of outboard gear? Are you still keeping it quite traditional that type of way? Oh well, no, no. I, I'm, uh, I'm all like in the box right now. I'm all in the computer, and uh. You know, I, I've it's taken me about four, four or five years to really get to where I, I'm sounding like I want to sound, and like I sounded, you know, I, you know, like I sounded back in the day, and I perfected that sound. So uh, I'm really excited about it, man. I'm, 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 I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, who influences your music? Then, what when you've got time off, when you've Flying backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, gig, etc. What do you listen to? Where do you get your influences and your ideas from? <clears throat> well, um, I would say the seventies. Seventies music to me was the best music ever. Uh, I mean, the sixties was the was the most creative to me, right? But like the seventies had the the best. It had the most. It had a combination of creativity and technical excellence that hasn't been you know, approached, in my opinion, since. 
I mean, the, the engineering in the 70s was just off the hook. You know, the, the dedication to excellence and quality in, in every stage of the recording process. Uh, it, I mean, people now, when you go to studios, they want everything instantly. And, you know, there's, you know, there's better equipment now, but I think the, you know, a lot of the equipment now is modeled after that 70s gear. So, you know, I, I think the 70s, I listen to a lot of 70s music. I, I listen to a lot of Isaac Hayes and, and oh, shoot, a rock rock music too, Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin. It, 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 does, it doesn't matter. Anything in the 70s is really good. I mean, I, I've even gone for Fleetwood Mac, which, you know, is, is awesome stuff too. So what do you think of all like the new what's getting called the new sound, the deep sound? Um the likes of Storm Queen, all that type of it. Does that remind you of back in the day, back in the Chicago clubs, those type that type of sound? Well actually uh they're doing their own thing. I, I, I think it's really it's really good and it's taking it it's taking everything a step forward. See, you can't expect people to do exactly like what we did because everybody has their own vibe that they're putting their vibe across on recordings is enough you know that's that's a step forward because in this day and age where everything sounded alike and the majors are all you know they they want everything to sound like you know the, the the like the latest hit and stuff some for somebody to find individuality in this day and age is outstanding, in my opinion. So I, I'm into it. Oh, excellent. So I mean, what would you say was your high point if you create, and what would you say was the low point if you create as well? Oh wow, the high point. Ooh, oh, I would say. 1987 when I went on the first European tour <clears throat> first house music European tour and and uh, you know I went I, I came to to Europe and saw, and saw everybody jamming the house music you know that's when I knew hey it's gone kind of worldwide here you know it's left it's left my bedroom <laughs> it's left my it's left my basement so what about the low point and what would you say was the low point of your career the low point was I think 19 ooh, I, 1993 I would say 1993 my father died I had two albums that I recorded I thought that were the best work I ever did and they never came out and uh, I would I would say that was a bad year 93 right so would you think you would ever revisit those two albums and ever bring them out or is that just something to put the one side well yeah yeah you know I've let a few people hear some of the stuff on, on the two albums like there was this one I did a 20 minute song with the the, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra on this girl named Vicky Ryan it was like Love to Love You Baby by Donna Summer but it was a completely different song but you know it was it was 20 minutes and uh, it never came out and uh, I've let a, a few people hear that, and they really got—I got a really strong response from that. So I may remake that song, but you know, obviously, Vicky, Vicky is not that young anymore. And also, I, had, <laughs> I, you know, I had the, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra on it. it. That'll be hard to redo too. But uh, 
I don't know, you know. <laughs> 20 minutes, you could, you could go to the bar, you could go to the toilet, you could have a wander around, and it would still be playing. 20 minutes. Yeah, or, or you could have, or you could have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, after the back of that, um, where else can the li- listeners catch you playing over the next couple of months? And are you going to be out and about touring again? Uh, yeah. I, uh, actually, the closest date I got is October the 19th in Manchester. And Club D1, N3, 2, N8. That was a good plug. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Um, but it's going it's to be a great party, man. In Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if you, if you think, if you hadn't gone into music production and making your own tracks, what do you think you'd be doing now then? I'd probably be retired right now. <laughs> uh, well, actually, really, man, I was working at the post office and they paid off a lot of employees because email put, you know, put a big dent in us. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, they gave a bunch of employees early retirement. You know, like, like after 25 years, I would have retired anyway. See, I got there in 81. And it's, uh, oh shoot, it's 32 years. Yeah, that's way past retirement. <laughs> so I'd probably, I'd probably be reti- retired right now. Sitting, with, sit- and, and pick, yeah, picked up my pension and stuff. So sitting somewhere, yeah. with, sitting somewhere with a nice little picket fence, just sitting, sitting with a nice little glass of wine or something, watching the world go by. No, I know me, I probably would have had a wife and crazy kids driving me crazy, you know, so I'm <laughs> giving me hell, so I'm, <laughs> so I'm all right. <laughs> Excellent. So what's next for yourself and what, what's next in the pipeline for Marshall Jefferson? Well, um, you know, this year I've worked harder. I mean, I've worked more than I've worked in the last 20 years, believe it or not. So it's, it's a lot of things coming out. I think I got seven movie licenses and one commercial license for uh, my, my songs and stuff. I think uh, I got an eighth one coming up next week uh, for a documentary for uh, that they want movie your body in. So uh, it's, it's a lot of things happening for me this year. So I'm, I'm happy for that. So where else can the listeners find more information on yourself as well? Uh, well, look at look at my Twitter and my Facebook page. It's uh, it's up there. So, you know, and, uh, let me see. I'm at Marshall Jeffers for Twitter, and uh, I got my Facebook page. I don't know the address of that, but <laughs> it's connected to my Twitter. So. So just a couple more questions just about the tracks box set as well. Um, obviously the album's available now, it came out the 23rd of September. Where else can people get their hands on it? Um, and obviously, would you personally, would you recommend buying the awesome, brilliant box set or would you recommend getting the digital download? Uh, the, the box set is so much history. I mean, it, it's, got all, it's got like the photos and the the fold-out packaging and stuff, the, the booklets and stuff, that, you know, the 100-page book. And a lot of passion was put into it. You know. And I don't think you get the same experience from the digital download. I mean, musically, yeah, but I I would prefer to, I would prefer, personally prefer the box set. Not to say that the digi- digital 
thing is not great, but if if there was some way you could get like the book, the fold out booklets and, and all that stuff, because it really gives you an album feeling, and and uh, you know, it the it gives you the experience of what it was like back then, as opposed to like just downloading the songs and and put putting them together and stuff. This is this box set is a history. It's, it is absolutely I mean I've been sitting having a look through with the day through the, the obviously the sleeve notes and stuff like that and it is it's, yeah. it, it, it's just a nice looking CD it's like you open it up right. it's a book there's 16 discs you can look at you've got 100 you can look at all the photos of all the DJs Paul Oakenfold Danny Ramblin there's pictures of all those guys from back in the day as well and it, it's just something about having your hands on a proper CD isn't it instead of just downloading it and sticking it on your iPod etc yeah, well, yeah, you, and you can still do that, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I listen to music on my iPhone and I, iPod, the iPad, too, I got everywhere I go. But there's something to be said for the experience. There's something to be said for opening up a package and reading and, and getting into it and, and something like that. That's how, well, that's how we used to do with albums back in the day. And that's experience I feel is lost with digital downloading. I, mean, I remember, like, having... Uh, Elton John's Captain Fantastic album, you know, with all that stuff to read about him and the Brown Dirt Cowboy and the artwork and all that stuff, and it was an experience, you know. And that's what this is similar to. It's it's, it's an experience, you know. It, it's all of Chicago, uh, basically the a uh, uh, huge Chicago experience. And I I just hope uh, people out there are able to experience that. So do you miss, just a couple more questions, do you miss actually doing the sleep notes yourself for the releases nowadays? Because everything just seems to go straight to digital. Well, my passion was in the music. You know, as as far as the sleep notes and stuff like that, I was, you know, I would like to do it, but we didn't have that much freedom, creative freedom to do that. I mean, well, Actually, it was the financing. They, you know, they, we're sleeve notes. Why you need sleeve notes? You know, we gotta spend extra money for that. You know? so that that was that was not, uh, not an option a lot of times. Essential house. He really is an absolutely true house legend. Sit back and enjoy the one and only Mr. Marshall Jefferson guiding me through the last 40 minutes of this week's Essential House Radio Show. The Essential House Radio Show Guest Mix. Hi, this is Marshall Jefferson, the godfather of house music. And for the next 40 minutes, you're going to be listening to the Essential House Radio Show. Mm-hmm. 